The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 146. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome, welcome to the Old Premeds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I take questions directly from the non-traditional or the old pre-med forms over at medicalschoolhq.net slash forms. This week, though, I'm not hosting. I am playing the first episode of Pre-Med Diaries. Now, if you don't know what Pre-Med Diaries is, it is going to be a new podcast hosted on meddiaries.com, where we'll have four new podcasts, Pre-Med Diaries, Med Student Diaries, Resident Diaries, and Physician Diaries, where you can call in at any stage of your journey. Call in with your successes, call in with your struggles, call in to vent, call in to leave a diary entry. Our first caller called in, left a a voicemail, and then at the very end, he hit the nail on the head for exactly why we're doing this. If you wanna call in, call 833-MY-DIARY, hit number one for pre-med, two for med student, three for resident, four for physician, or if you wanna leave feedback on an episode, Press five and you can leave feedback for an episode that we will play in a separate episode. Let's go ahead and take a listen to episode one of Pre-Med Diaries. Welcome to Pre-Med Diaries, the place where you can come to safely and anonymously share your highs and lows on the journey to becoming a physician. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome and thanks for listening. I am your host, Dr. Allison Gray. We created Pre-Med Diaries and the other Med Diaries podcasts so that physicians and physicians in training could have a place to speak our minds, vent, unload, and hear one another in support and solidarity. The pre-med journey is not easy, and there are many stressors, roadblocks, and frustrations, but also incredible joys like that first time you get to shadow a physician, that first interview offer, or that first acceptance to medical school. Here at Pre-Med Diaries, we want to help you on this journey to avoid and deal with burnout, an ever-growing threat and serious problem for our physician community. And as a pre-med student, it's never too early to start. In each episode, we will hear from a pre-med student, and I'll share some of my thoughts as well. You may also hear from others of you who have called in and left a response for the caller on a previous episode. Today, in this first episode, we will hear from a pre-med student who is dealing with lots of stress and the feeling of needing to be his best in every endeavor, and how this is very emotionally draining. So, I had a lot of anxiety uh, about recording this, just because uh, the way it might be perceived by other people, and uh, just kind of taking a self-evaluation like this is difficult in general, but um, I transitioned out of the military about two years ago now, so back in 2016, and uh, since then, uh, things have gone from zero to 100 real quick. I uh, went to paramedic school following my transition out of the military, uh, which has been an uh, enormous uh, blessing in my life and uh, has was one of the most uh, convincing factors for me to pursue medicine uh, further and become a doctor. Um, but with that, the uh, the stakes have been raised quite a bit since then, and uh, 
I just deal with a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. And uh, it's hard to convey that to the people in my life that uh, that things are high stakes for me. And, and that when I go to work, I work as a paramedic. And uh, things feel high stakes then. And then when I go to class and, you know, I feel this pressure to get a 4.0 and to do well on the MCAT and all this stuff. Um, so... And also, we are uh, starting a podcast of our own, uh, to which we have a, uh, I would say, a really, really big fish in the uh, orthopedic field uh, that we're interviewing uh, tomorrow and uh, trying to get that underway. It's just, uh, it's a lot to deal with at once. Um, And I feel like everything hangs in uh, a really delicate balance, too. So, you know, when I go to class... uh, there's there's a pressure to to do the best to be the best and you still have to show up to work the next day and take care of patients and you get cases uh i work in the emergency department um as a paramedic and get cases that uh that affect you from time to time and uh going and bouncing back from you know school being so high stakes and feeling like i need to be perfect to showing up to work and, and feeling like I need to be perfect then, too, for the sake of the patient. It's, uh, it's a very emotionally draining uh, process. And um, not only that, but uh, having to take care of a family and uh, deal with, you know, being a former veteran and, you know, all the stuff that goes with that. Uh, there's just a lot out there uh that could go wrong, and I deal with a lot of stress and anxiety on an almost a daily basis uh, of, of trying to manage all these different things at once. Uh, one thing I can say is listening to the pre-med years and the old pre-med uh, podcasts uh, have been very therapeutic for me on my commute to work and school. I listen to those, and they, they help put me at ease and, and stuff, but it, it's hard having uh, the people in your life realize that uh, that it feels like I don't get a break uh, ever. I, I feel like I roll from one one thing where it demands a lot out of me into the next thing that also demands a lot out of me. Um, and it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Um, I, I feel enormously uh, grateful for the opportunities that have fallen in my lap. Uh, with the uh, with the podcast that we're starting and uh, with doing well in school so far. Thankfully, everything has gone well, but uh, that doesn't excuse the fact that, you know, the day-to-day uh, grind uh, can really get at you. And uh, I guess just a word of encouragement to people, you know, just to segment it as best as you can and take one thing at a time because... Um, if you're like me and you're a pre-med student and you say yes, 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 and put a lot of things on your plate, uh, not only because you think it'll help your application, but you want to do the right thing and you want to be uh, growing constantly, well, that, that growth comes with a little bit of pain. And um, But if I can offer any encouragement to anyone, it's just to keep going and, and find a little bit of peace and solitude and what you're doing is impactful and important to the people who are affected by it and you know see the bigger picture that things will pan out and uh one day the things that you do when you're in your mid-20s will be greatly 
impactful on the things that you do in your 30s and 40s whenever you finally make it to medical school, hopefully. Anyways, uh, that's a pretty abbreviated version of my story, but uh, I just really wanted to get it out there. It actually feels really good to get it off my chest just because it, it's a lot of pressure and it's a lot of stress and uh, there's so many moving parts. And like I said, everything hangs in such a delicate balance that you feel like uh, you need like extra hands and another brain in order to manage it all. Um, but from that, I've had a lot of personal growth on time management and dealing with stress and dealing with grief and dealing with um, the things that, that make all this difficult. And hopefully that will be something that will carry me into medical school and hopefully carry me into my residency and uh, eventually being an attending physician that uh, these habits and skills that I've learned as a paramedic and that I've learned through the military and as a pre-med student uh, will be a driving factor that'll one day uh, pay huge dividends when it's uh, it's my you know butt that's on the line and I'm taking care of someone and uh, it's up to me to make the right decision in order to uh, make sure that person gets the best care possible. Um, thank you, Ryan and Allison, for uh, all the podcasting that you've done. Uh, I've read most of your books. I haven't ordered the new one, but I, I intend to. And just know that the things that you're doing, especially with this new uh, diaries, is going to be hugely impactful. And I know in my own personal life, um, it has helped me in ways that you can't even imagine. So... That's it. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, first caller, for being our very first caller on the show for Pre-Med Diaries and the very first episode. You talked about your anxiety and calling in and sharing your thoughts. And I want to really thank you for your bravery in, in being the first one to share your thoughts on this show. It takes a lot to be vulnerable like that and also to have self-reflection, as you talked about. So thank you. If you also out there want to share your thoughts with us, call 1-833-MY-DIARY and you also can share your thoughts anonymously and we would love to hear what you have to say. So let me take a few minutes and just share my thoughts with about what our first caller shared with us today. I think he touched on so many great things that many of you out there as pre-meds are probably struggling with. One of these things is just the pure high stakes. It's a high stakes game of being a pre-med student. There are so many pressures. You all are dealing with trying to find someone to shadow with and trying to pay your bills if you're a student who is changing careers and has a family out there. Or maybe you're a college student and you're also paying your bills. Bills have to get paid kind of no matter how old you are after all, right? And you're dealing with class, you're dealing with exams, you're dealing with studying for the MCAT. There are so many stressors out there as a pre-med and it feels really high stakes because you feel like you can't really do a, a crappy job at any of it. You have to really do a good job in, in all regards. So that high stakes feeling, I think, is something which many of you out there can probably relate to. And I know that I did certainly when I was a pre-med student, as did Ryan he talked to about this feeling of family and friends not getting it. And I think that that's such an important thing to recognize and to acknowledge. It's something which can feel a little awkward and uncomfortable at first because after all, your family and your friends are your heroes and your, your biggest fans and they're rooting for you. 
But the reality is that a lot of times they really can't understand what you're experiencing. And that's true as a pre-med student and even more so, I would say, as you get into medical school and then become a physician. One thing that probably differentiates our caller from others is that he's already a paramedic. So he's having experiences with patients and working in a very busy emergency room, emergency department, I should say, which really shows him in, in already how difficult it is. And seeing patients who are in life-threatening situations and having to be on, that's a really hard thing to do no matter what you're doing in healthcare, whether you're a paramedic, whether you're a nurse, whether you're a physician. So that's that's really tough. And so trying to explain what that's like and articulate it in a way that a family member, a friend can really understand when they don't live in that world is really hard. So then fast forward to when you're on the wards, seeing the kind of things that you do, it's very hard for people who are not working in healthcare to understand the pressure that you're under and these really hard situations where patients are dying or dealing with incredibly difficult diagnoses. I would say that try as best you can to vent and talk to your family and your friends. And if they don't get it, they don't get it. The nice thing is that you also have your peers who you're going through things with, and they do get it a lot more than others. They may not have the close relationships yet that you have with your family and friends, but they do get it. Something else that he hit on, which I think is really key, is this feeling that a lot of us have as pre-meds and beyond of needing to be perfect in really every regard this is so emotionally draining and the stakes are much higher like you talked about when you're taking care of patients. If you're thinking about taking care of somebody's life, another another human being, it's it's sort of negligible if you think about being anything but perfect in some regards, right? I would argue though that we really can't be perfect. Physicians and physicians in training, we hold ourselves in these to these incredible uh, expectations. We think that we really have to be perfect, but the reality is that we are human. And being human means that we do make mistakes and we it's it's really impossible for us to be 100% all of the time. I think that we can only really do the best that we can. And that's something that I've really tried to keep in my back pocket or the back of my mind all of these years that I'm doing the very best that I can. And as long as I'm doing that, then I feel ethically, morally grounded that, you know, if it's not perfect, if I make some mistakes along the way, at least I am doing the absolute best that I can. So I would keep that in your mind as well. It's not that we can't aim to be perfect, but perfection is really, it's not a reality. I would also encourage you all to use your resources. So one of the other things that our caller talked about is this feeling that he never gets a break. And he talked about listening to the pre-med years podcast, Ryan's podcast, as something which gives him a little bit of a breather, some encouragement. And I think that that's huge, especially when you're feeling that you don't get a break, you're out there as a pre-med and you're you're doing so many different things. I think it's really important to find anything, something, anything that gives you just a little bit of a break, even if it's for 20 minutes, finding a TV show that you love uh, and watching 20 minutes of it or singing really loudly in the car, listening to a podcast that inspires you or encourages you or going to the gym. It's hard to make time for that, but a little bit of a reprieve, even if it's for 5, 10, 20 minutes, can probably get your mind sort of back on task and get give you that encouragement that you need to keep going when you're feeling really worn out and spent. So using your resources, leaning on other people as you can, 
If somebody offers to make you a meal, take them up on it. If somebody offers to watch your kids for a little bit, take them up on it. And just finding a little bit of time, even for 20 minutes, to get a little uh, breath of fresh air so that it can feel like you're getting at least a tiny break. If I haven't already, want to thank this caller for being uh, for his service in the military. That is enormously brave in and of itself and, and keeps the rest of us free. So thank you for your service. He also talks later on about taking one time. And this is just great advice. I think that in life in general, when you're facing so many different things all at once, one of the things that can help is to just step back and say, okay, for now, I'm just going to focus on one thing right now. There are 20 different things, 20 different balls in the air for right now. I'm just going to focus on this one. Now, obviously, that's all well and good if you have kids and you have to make them dinner and you know you can't necessarily just focus on pre-med stuff because your kids are there and they need your help. But at least in general, this idea that if you have so many different things that you're focusing on in any one minute, try to just focus on one thing because it can help to just step back and say, okay, I can't do it all at once. So here's what I'm going to focus on for right now. He also talks about growth coming from pain. And I think that this is a fabulous idea. It's very true that this this cliche that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but it's true. It really is. And there's so much growth that you will see as a pre-med and then as a med student, your your capacity to take on more and more just expands. It it has to. Your body, your brain, everything just adapts because you just have to take on more and more and learn more and more and just grow evermore. So I think this concept that as painful as it might be to try to grow from that and not let it stop you is huge. And he also takes time to encourage his peers. And I thank you for that because as Ryan's philosophy is collaboration, not competition, I think that's huge. And that's that's so valid for every phase of this journey. And so encouraging your peers, no matter what phase you're at, is really, really important. I love at the very end when he says it felt great to get all this off his chest. This is exactly why we're doing this, why we're doing this show. And I'm so glad that it felt good for you to offload this onto this this phone number that you dialed. And I really hope that you uh, take the opportunity to do this again and that it encourages your peers out there to also do this. This is, again, why we are here. I want you all to have the freedom and the encouragement to reach out and call and and get these things off your chest, whether they're highs, whether they're lows, and support one another. And I'm here to support you and hopefully offer some thoughts every week. They may not be something that speaks to you, but hopefully they speak to at least some of you in sharing my thoughts and and maybe parts of my journey or Ryan's journey or just just echoing what you're all saying. I think it's a way for us all to to support one another. So I would tell you, caller one, uh, thank you and good luck and keep on keeping on and we hear you and you're doing a wonderful job, it sounds like, and keep on plugging. If any of you would like to call in a response to our very brave first callers call, please do. And you just need to reference the episode that you are calling in a response to. So you can call one eight three three my diary let us know that you're calling in a response. And what we'll do is I will play those on subsequent episodes. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to have started this endeavor with you. As you move through the journey, hopefully you can then start listening to med, uh, med student diaries, resident diaries, physician diaries along the way. And hopefully at every stage of this journey, we can support one another in fighting this very scary, serious problem we have in this world of burnout, which is really taking a massive toll on on all of us. And so starting to break that down and try to 
really prevent that from getting out of hand, even at the earliest stages, uh, which are which is being a pre-med is is so vitally important. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I hope you tune in again next time. All right, so there you have it. Prima Diaries episode one is out in the wild. Dr. Allison Gray hosting her first podcast all by herself. If you liked this episode, go in the Hangouts on Facebook, tag Allison, let her know that you enjoyed the episode. And I hope to hear from you when you call in. It's all anonymous when you call in to 833-MY-DIARY. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Premeds Podcast.